0: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You can hear this properly as we go down a new route on Twitter Spaces, trying to bring you some high-quality audio right here, trying to talk about... Soccer today's version on Twitter Spaces. Okay, it's a big day, semi final, semi final number one Argentina Croatia. And as talked about on the CTV News earlier today, we're going to preview this game. You and I looking at, yes, who's the favorite because I think it's going to be a long day for Croatia. But I thought that was going to happen against Canada too. But turns out that game will actually tell us a lot about what Croatia is going to do today against Argentina. We will compare the attacks, compare the defenses, and look at the head-to-head records at the World Cup. And then we will look at what I think is going to happen during this game, which is... It's going to be a game of channels. It's going to be either Modric and company on the outside flanks, or Messi cutting back in and having Enzo with him in the midfield. And together, they can break down Croatia. So let's first of all go into head-to-head record right here on Soccer Today Twitter Spaces. By the way, thank you for following Soccer Today, the brand new launch with a new website, SoccerToday.ca. We've been uh, heard across the world already and we're going to be on the radio in Kelowna on Thursday. Earlier today we're on CTV News. More to come in the next few days. France 1998. Group H. Third match of the group, Argentina-Croatia. Argentina won that game. Croatia finished second. Argentina won the group also. And uh, that was the first match between the two at World Cup level. Russia 2018, Group D, match number two. Croatia 3, Argentina 0. Rebic at the 53rd minute. Modric at the 80th. And Rakitic, who retired internationally, scored at the 91st minute. Croatia won the group. Croatia finished second in the entire World Cup being runners-up. Argentina was runners-up in 2014, so whoever wins today will also have their second World Cup final in the last decade. That is quite an impressive feat that we will see today at Lusail Stadium. The favorites as of right now, Argentina 1.90, Croatia 4.75, and the draw 3.33, which means that Argentina is actually favored to qualify at 1.40, Croatia 271, I still see value on Argentina here but you can judge for yourself as we go through the lineups and of course the, what I think is going to be the decisive factor that we can talk about a little later on the show as we now look at what I think is going to be one of the deciding factors, at least an influential part of the game, It's the attack for Argentina versus Croatia's attack. And Croatia's defense is a little bit, well, it's overrated in this tournament. They have the second worst expected goals against in the entire tournament with 7.5. While Argentina has the best in the tournament at 1.9. And that is expected goals against the amount of goals that expected goals against. Well, it's the amount of expected goals the opponent did get against them during the same time period. Argentina has not a lot a lot of goals, they've allowed four, only three for Croatia, which is like third best so far in the tournament, having had five games played, that's not even a goal per game average, it's very good, but their expected goals against, like I was mentioning, is 7.5, which means it's 1.33, they give away a lot of chances during games, and that could be dangerous for Croatia, because they don't create a whole lot of chances, and that's where there's a big disparity, Argentina creates about Six times more chances when you look at it in the entirety of the game than Croatia. It just because of the amount of goals and the amount of scores and the amount of shots they get on target, they create from set pieces, which Croatia has failed to do so far in this tournament, no shots from fair free kicks for Croatia, three for Argentina, and we've seen also Messi do very well off of free kicks, set pieces, play, and penalty kicks, of course. Shot creating actions, one of my favorite indicators of a team that can create an action that ends with an opportunity. If you don't put the ball on target, you're not going to score. Goal creating actions are fun, but the the size of this data here is so small, you usually have like per player, not even in, in this type of tournament, a couple of goal creating actions and that's not enough to truly see a disparity between the teams. But when I look at shot-creating actions and I look at Argentina, 126 shot-creating actions versus 90. That's like a quarter more for Argentina. And they do better with their opportunities. Having scored, well, expected goals of 9.5 with 9 goals scored. So they do take their chances and they are clinical in their finishes. You can say one goal, they didn't finish, if you round up expected goals, 9.5 will be 10, they scored 9, so there's like one expected goal that didn't show up in reality. Which just proves the model and is quite interesting. We can also look at the possession average, 62% possession average for Argentina, Croatia 54, and to me the shot creating actions will be the disparity here to give an edge to Argentina because we combine that with the expected goals against and that's where there's a big disparity for Croatia they give away more goals than other teams and that does make a big difference because when you give away more scoring opportunity when you give away more well if you give more shots if you give more shots away to the opponent that will be dangerous for you when it comes to handling the pressure, handling the cutback ends of Messi. So when when we boil that down to Croatia having an older defense, Argentina having chemistry in their attack, creating more shots, more shots on target, on average five shots on target per game, where it's three and a half for Croatia. If you add the stats up, at the end of the day, this should see enough difference to see maybe two goals for Argentina and maybe one goal for Croatia. So if I have to give my prediction early on right now, it would be 2-1 Argentina. Expected goal average per game this tournament for Argentina is 178. Croatia is 103. So right there you see that if it goes chalk, if it goes according to the models, Argentina would score two goals in regulation, Argentina won. One thing I want to talk about is the final third entries versus Brazil for Croatia and the final third entries for the Netherlands uh, well, for Argentina versus the Netherlands. Then it's a data point that shows you where their breakthrough heading into the attacking area of the pitch came from. And mixed with their starting eleven, you can see which player was able to break through the defense. Uh, No shock here, Modric and Pasalic, but especially Modric on the right side as right midfield was the channel, you could say, that was the most prolific breaking down Brazil. 27 times on the right channel was Brazil beaten. And on the left channel, 19 times Kovacic and Pericic were able to break down that left channel of Brazil with a lot of success. That is where... Croatia could be dangerous against Argentina today, is on those sides of the field. So, Akuna, who plays on the left midfield, so on the right side of Croatia, and will play against Modric. And Molina, who's going to play against Kovacic, will be the two midfield that will have the pressure of blocking their channel. They're going to get help from Depaul Paul on the right side of Argentina, so left of Croatia, and McAllister also. But you're going to need Enzo and Messi to help that pressure, to help slow it down a little bit so that you can have the play go back in the middle. Because I think it favors Argentina if it goes back in the midfield. The way they're set up with a 3-5-2, with De Paul, Fernandez, well Enzo, and McAllister all in the midfield with Acuna and Molina being on the wings does give one-man advantage for Argentina in the midfield. That should uh, maybe nullify Brozovic's talent gap. He's better than everybody else at that position. Maybe that nullifies Brozovic there. But Messi will be needed in a sort of free-floating type of role with Alvarez maybe playing a little bit more central. And you will find, I do believe, some opportunities to score with that aspect of the game. Because that's where Argentina gets most of their breakthroughs. Against the Netherlands, they got most of their breakthroughs on the right channel with Lionel Messi with 17. And in the central channel, they got a lot also with Enzo having Alvarez close to him and breaking it down when Messi cuts back in too. So that could be a key to victory for Argentina where the breakdown of the defense of Croatia happens. If it happens in the midfield, it might be favoring them. I think if they tag... Target Lovren, who's not having a good tournament for Croatia, they could find some goal-scoring chances for Argentina, and I think that will be influential. Set-pieces, we've seen Argentina create off of set-pieces, Gable to put the ball on target, three times shots on target, coming off set-pieces, zero for Croatia. If it comes to set-piece game, if it comes for a late set-piece, Messi could be... A big big influence on the result of this game now while I take a little swig of coffee let's put some background music as we now continue and look at what's going to happen between the teams later today okay round two name something that's not boring laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah The other part of this is the battle of the midfield and the battle of the possession. We're talking about two teams that do like to play with the ball. 61% possession, 62 actually for Argentina, 54 for Croatia. They're both used to having the ball. So, I think to be able to compare their ability to get the ball back, because that will be important. In a battle of teams that love to play with the ball, if you lose the ball, your ability to get it back might dictate what you do with the ball, might dictate where you get your, your 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 chances from, your opportunities from. Argentina, oh well, let me just preface this by saying, this might be my new favorite equation in entire football, I don't have a term for it yet, it's tackles, recoveries, and interceptions. In my mind, it's how you can get the ball back, a tackle is the beginning of it. Some, it doesn't always end up with possession gain or the loss of possession from the opponent, but a tackle is the base of a defensive action, and I do like to add it in this discussion. 226 recoveries and 34 interceptions. That equals 338 altogether. That is the marker for now. Remember that number. Croatia, 93 tackles, 291 recoveries, 40 interceptions for 424. That's heights in the competition, as I crack down the numbers. And it's quite an advantage over Argentina that could nullify all the offensive and defensive advantages and edges that so far I see with Argentina. But I don't think that's enough. I add the age factor and then I add two games of 120 minutes for Croatia over the last few weeks playing in penalties and taking it further and the luck factor and you have the expected goals against second highest in the entire competition and you add a team that is very good. Yes Is it as deep as the other teams? When you look at the bench and the options, that might also, yeah, same for Argentina, but that could be the biggest difference. When you're struggling to attack, to create the score, late influx of energy, of youth, that's where it's a bit more difficult. For Argentina, uh, sorry, for Croatia, Argentina has an edge. A little older team in Croatia, one of the oldest in the tournament. Argentina, yes, the average is still close to Croatia, it's in the 27s, but. It does skew younger when you look at the median, and that is maybe a truer indicator of the true age average of Argentina, which I do believe they have the edge right here. We can quickly talk about the starting 11, and you can go to my website, soccertoday.ca. If you want to see what they look like, I do believe they're not going to be Any more changes than uh, what we saw in their last game for the both of them. So, I do believe it's going to be the same starting eleven as Brazil for Croatia. And the same for Argentina as they played against Netherlands. So, for Croatia, they had... Uh, While well, they're heroes so far in this tournament, Livakovic in net, Sosa, Guardiol, Lovren, Yuranovic in the back line, defenders, Kovacic, Brozovic, and Modric from left to right, and that is the case for the midfield, and Pericic, Kremerich, and Pazalic, as my dog is making a little appearance on the show today, you're attacking three. For Croatia, now for our for the Argentina, I think Martinez. Well, obviously Martinez is going to be in nuts. El Martinez, uh, left center back, Otamendi, middle center back, with Camero on the right. Acuna, McAllister. Uh, it's too bad there's no Matata players because you could have an Acuna Matata duo playing in the midfield for Argentina. Fernandez at your middle. Defensive slash attacking middle. A bit of a free roll here, but I do believe he's going to be closer to the attacking than the pure defensive role that he can have sometimes. DePaul and then Molina. Alvarez and Messi up top. Messi, in my opinion, will have a little freer roll, maybe breaking down the right channel, as mentioned earlier, and sometimes finding Alvarez in the middle. This is going to be a battle. This is going to be very close. But I believe Argentina's advantages on the offensive and defensive aspects of the game will be enough to counter Croatia's better midfield play. Messi only needs half a chance or half a passing lane to be influential like we saw in the game against the Netherlands. And I foresee him doing just that. Argentina 2. Croatia 1 in normal 90 minutes. And as always... Until next time, thank you for following our brand new website and joining the crew at SoccerToday.ca. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast, YouTube channel, and finding our collaborations across all platforms. But as always, until next time, I hope you enjoyed today's show. And as always, have a great soccer.